Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, Oddballs. Welcome to the one-year anniversary of the Odd and Offbeat podcast. We made it. We made it. We made it one year. <laughs> one year. 50 we, episodes because we had a couple bi-monthly ones. Yeah, originally we wanted to do uh, twice a month, but then I got over-eager and decided to do it weekly. And Louis, I think, still resents me for that. <laughs> a little bit, I do. A little bit, I do. Because <laughs> he has to see my ugly mug and my basement more often. Yeah, I know your basement better than I know my child now. <laughs> well, that's not hard. <laughs> She's a teenager and we don't see her often anyway. If you're new to the program, welcome. We are one year in and I, myself, am Matthew Baker and the man across is the categorical Louis Fox. That's right. I, um, like a cat that doesn't like to go outside. I'm that's cat not- with a gore Phobia. Uh, okay, categorical. <laughs> uh, gotcha. I would put you under comedy with a sub genre uh, of weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't see categories. categories. <laughs> <laughs> I transcend that, yo. <laughs> I wonder if racism is going to morph into. I'm not racist. I just. I'm a categorist. I'm a categorist. <laughs> D, you just opened the thing to all the racists now. Is they're like, I'm a categorist. Hey, well, at least I'll be known for something. Yeah. The guy who coined categorist. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome. This is our 50th episode, and it is our one-year anniversary of doing this podcast. We want to thank you so much for supporting and listening and you know, showing all the love that you've shown us. I remember it like it was yesterday when you're like, hey, let's do a podcast in my basement. And you were, were like, okay. They're like, sure. I was like, I asked nine women to do this, and they said, no, you <laughs> lost is, me at podcast. This is the hipster band <laughs> with candy. You lost me at hey. <laughs> we have looked over all our episodes, and it was, it was hard to do this because there's so many weird stories that we've covered over the year. Yeah, we've got about 100 of them. 100 yeah, 110, I think. Yeah. We narrowed it down to our top 10 oh, favorite weird news stories. if you're wondering how we have 110 when the average episode is only two stories, we put bonus ones out on our Patreon. Yes, there are extra bonus episodes that have additional interviews and of weird people and other stories that you won't hear on the actual streaming podcast that you get for free. That one is uh, something that is available to the people who contribute to our Patreon, and we do that at patreon.com backslash odd and offbeat. We've talked about it. It's just slash. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. No <laughs> doubt. I mean, it's ingrained in me, man. In, in one year, the one thing Matt has not learned. It's something you can't get out of your head. Backslash and category. Yes. Categories. <laughs> that out if you want to support us a dollar up to $10 a month, and we do a, a monthly podcast. Uh, it's just available for the Patreon listeners, and you get a bunch of swag. Yep. So it's pretty cool. We like I said, we have ten of our favorite stories that we've talked about. We're just gonna we're gonna count you down our favorite ten. We'll talk a little bit about it, and then we're gonna play an addendum to our favorite story. Yes, we're not of gonna us play. Just we're gonna... Reminiscing high school here. We've got some new new stuff. We will talk about an addendum to our favorite story. There you go. Start well, with. I, well, hold on, hold on. Before we do this. How has how has it been for you? Have you has this been an enjoyable experience? I feel like I've grown a lot. I learned that South Africa, not a lot of white people there. Yeah, uh, you learned that South Africa is in Africa. I learned that yeah. it's in Africa. It's not what a categorist would call it's not an in, inner city neighborhood. It's not in Northern Europe. 
pumped on learning more about the world. I'd almost done reading a people's history of the United States. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Learning how much of the history I learned in school was wrong. Absolutely. How have you grown through the podcast? It's been very comical to me. I've, it's, it's brightened my spirits quite a bit right now. You know, I uh, going through a hard time, and so it's that's been it's been very helpful to just be silly and read the weird and unusual things that happen all over the world. It's just not in my life. Yep. Uh, so it is universal, and it's been cool to hang out with you on a regular basis. Yeah. Taking a lot of time to edit these things. Yeah. We you, should get an intern, I think. That, yeah. How do you get an intern? I don't know. We don't don't put weird categories. Create a fake university, <laughs> like the University of Phoenix or DeVry. <laughs> is DeVry still around? I, I have no idea. Isn't on this podcast where we hatch my plan, where I have like a PhD from DeVry or a university that closed? No. So you can't check it. Oh, so you should find a out of university that the, is no longer profit. operates. Yeah, and get a degree from that and say, yeah, print one up. And I then was the last. I was the last. You could be whenever they're not doctor. Gonna, they're not gonna. They, you, they can't check it. Who do you call? They don't got a phone. I don't know, public records. I don't know. I don't that, think that's public records, isn't it? No. See, it's my genius idea. That's smart, smart. You should have all sorts of degrees then. Oh yeah, I have not. I have, I have the Guinness World Record for the most PhDs <laughs> from all out universities that have gone out of business. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this has been, it's been fun, man. I, I like writing jokes on a regular basis. I like, uh, people telling me that they listen to it and that they get a kick out of it. I like our weekly meme contest. I love going through all of the you jokes that people come up with Sunday morning going meme winner <laughs> and then Sunday morning, 15 minutes later. So no meme winner. Yet. <laughs> I want it now. I want it now. Damn it. I don't have a lot going on in my life. I look forward to making the meme. That's like my one thing on Sunday that That's I have your, to your, do. Your shining star yeah, every week. I, don't got, I got nothing else. You know, I have no accountability. <laughs> I have no responsibilities at all. So you put you put it on me. To... Yeah, you know. Well, because you send me ideas and, yeah. then, and then I whittle it down. We whittle it down. Yep. Let's go through our top 10 and uh, we're going to give you the episode number. So if you want to actually listen to the full episodes, you can. Hopefully you can relive, <clears throat> relive some past glories. Yeah. Or what you should do is send us an email and tell us your favorite stories in case we missed it. But we'd like to hear what your favorite one is. Or if we got it wrong, why we got it wrong. Absolutely. Number 10. Is Dollface Transplant. Yes. Is episode number 15. In episode number 15, we talk about a child whose parents were bragging on Instagram on how their kid liked to cut the faces off of dolls and put them on other dolls' faces. And here's why I didn't like this one. I think it's fake. You do? Yeah, because the kid, they said it was like five years old. Uh-huh. And he cut the faces off of hard plastic dolls and moved them to... Uh, it wasn't just like a yeah, right. Barbie that's soft. It, the kid couldn't physically do it. Have you ever tried to cut the face off of a doll? It's no, not I easy. Have, I have not. It's not easy. <laughs> no. Yeah, and plus, the, it would require an extremely sharp object. A razor blade, scissors, a knife. Chisel, a whatever. A chisel, a shiv, you know, canine teeth. Yeah. You need a chupacabra to <laughs> nod off. So, yeah, okay, so there is some gray area there. We don't, the full story was not covered on how the kid does it. Yeah. I, thought, I just thought it was humorous because the parents were bragging about it and, like, saying, oh, how cute is this? And it's like, yeah, your kid's going to be a serial killer. <laughs> you know, it's going to be wearing people's skin. And, yeah, know? it won't be like, they seem so normal. <laughs> Did you see their Instagram for when they were five? <laughs> a quick update on our Instagram of our kid that cut, he killed three kids at the playground yesterday. Bonus, he's wearing their faces. Yeah, bonus, we got a cool jacket out of their skin. 
That was uh, episode number... 15. That was the Dollface Transplant. That was our t- number 10. Number 9, we have Exorcism on a Train. That's a haul. <laughs> the best one ever. And that's episode number 14. That's the guy, I think it was Mexico City, yeah. where the guy... Gave a lady an exorcism on a train, and there's video of it. It's a good time. Yeah, so the woman was possessed, and she was sort of seizing up and chanting Satan and devil, and this man just exorcised her demons. He said, Out of nowhere. Let the glory be. Let let the Lord's light shine through you, demon. I think this— All in Spanish, though. Yeah. That was— <laughs> Feels like a student film, though. I've been to Mexico City, and there was a lot of people walking around that You've seemed like they might have been ex- possessed. Exorcisms in the grocery store, yeah. <laughs> in the uh, barrio. <laughs> the barrio. Is that how you say it? Barrio, yeah. Okay. The barrio. The barrio? It's a donkey hole. <laughs> it's an area town where donkeys hang out. <laughs> These motherfucking exorcisms off this motherfucking train. Yeah. That's what I want. So that's, uh, what episode was that one? 14. 14. Number eight, we have Satan Fire. The title of the article was Satan Doesn't Visit Arkansas. And that's episode 27. Episode 27. So that story in particular, there was a a hole that was kind of just showed up in the ground in the concrete in a street in a town in Arkansas. And was shooting out fire. (laughs) And it was shooting out fire. (laughs) And, And the townspeople go, maybe Satan's moved to to Arkansas, and the county judge goes, nope, I just went through the voter rolls. Satan doesn't live in Arkansas. So it, uh, your tax dollars went to a judge saying, eh, no, nah, I don't think it's Satan. The beauty of this was they go, it's funny this mysterious fire just appeared over the abandoned uh, buried oil drums from the gas station. <laughs> Who knew? Well, that's Arkansas, right? Yeah. The eclipse, they're like, oh my god, it's the apocalypse. Like, no, it's just the sun and moon. Yeah, it's just sun and moon going together. So that's Satan Doesn't Visit Arkansas, episode 27. Ooh, that was a good one. This one is one of my favorites. We're we're coming in at number seven, folks. Coming in hot. And we call this one the Romanian Jesus. Yes. The man moved to Turkey. When he was in Turkey, his wife filed papers to say that he had died. When he came back into Romania, where he and his wife are from and where his wife lived and where he lived prior before going to Turkey, they wouldn't let him in because he was dead. Because he was dead, he couldn't get in to change the status of him being dead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're like, to change your status, you need to go to the courthouse. All right. Oh, whoa, whoa. You can't cross our border because you're dead. (laughs) Only the living can claim that they're living. No dead people allowed. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Very categorical. Zombies only come here once every 13 years, all right? <laughs> you might want to consider coming on that on the zombie festival. <laughs> only Day of the Dead <laughs> on <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> and we're closed those days. And the premiere of a new Twilight movie. He was essentially fighting this in court to try and get his status lifted yeah. <laughs> from dead to living <laughs> so that he could go home and visit his wife, but his wife moved to another country and remarried. And remarried another guy. Yep. Isn't that crazy? It's a feel-good story of the summer. <laughs> that was the Romanian <laughs> Jesus. Because he died and is back to life. Exactly. That's why we called him that. The next one, number six, is... We so, can... so oh, so my, my brother just finished doing his Catholic training to be able to take communion in the church. Uh, and last night I had dinner with him and I was reading his pamphlet they give him about Catholicism. One of the things he can't do is he can't... Wait, believe... I thought he was already Catholic. Why are they yeah. giving him pamphlets if he's already Catholic? Oh, it's, it's, it's super... It's... <laughs> Okay, anyways. (laughs) The pamphlet's like, you cannot believe in reincarnation. And I was like, 
isn't that what Jesus? You kind of got to believe in yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like the stat that reincarnation is banned in China. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> but then he also can't engage in it was like horoscopes, fortune telling, astrology. I love how touching little kids isn't on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number six is we call it the meth test. That's episode number six. Oh, it's episode it number six, and it's episode oh, it's, number six. it's our golden story. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't notice that until just now. What it is, the story goes that a man who bought some meth, yep. and I forget if it was his first time buying meth. or. But, oh, no, he's a meth connoisseur. He's a, well, not, yeah. <laughs> so the meth looked a little off to him. So what he did is he took it into a police station and asked them to test it. To make sure that it was actual methamphetamine. As good citizens do. Absolutely. I would love that cop just to it, like, be like, wait, what? Where's the camera? Like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, am I being punked? <laughs> Did the chief put you <laughs> this up is to too, this? This is too easy. I already met my quota. Can you come next week? <laughs> I'm up to here in paperwork. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and then me and Jesus rolls in. What's up? <laughs> that is episode six. That's the meth test. Number five was a favorite when we found this one. Yeah, this was uh, not too long ago. It was episode 38. And we call it the semen injection. Yep, or injecting semen into your arm. A man who goes unnamed in the article that we used um, went into a hospital for back pain. And they found that he was taking semen, his own semen, and injecting it with a hypodermic needle into his arm. Into his forearm. Into his forearm, like, you know, shooting up. Sweet baby S. (laughs) I wonder if he has to tie his arm off, right? You know, he's got the belt out. He's at the safe injection site. And there's one guy doing, like, heroin. What are you you hooked on? Semen. Semen. My own semen. I think that makes it creepier. Ah. I think it'd be less creepy if it was like rando semen. Yeah, I agree. No, I don't. That's actually, <laughs> I don't agree with that at 100%. I think it's it's already in you. Uh, you're just moving it around. Yeah, it's just taking a little field trip outside and then <laughs> going back, back inside. Through, through a needle. <laughs> and they actually, the guy left the hospital before they could do studies. And yeah. There was no, no one sort wants of, to be a lab rat. No. Then there was no sort of scientific evidence that that helped at all. Or, or even scientific evidence that that has ever happened in medical history. Yeah, so he was he was a pioneer. He's the Lewis and Clark. He's the uh, Buzz Aldrin. Who was the first guy on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Yeah, he, thank you. <laughs> That's not in my book, The People's History of the United States. <laughs> it wasn't Neil Armstrong. Coming in at number four, we have the 7-Eleven Pete explosion. <laughs> the trucker bomb at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. So a lady put her pee into a cup. Into the microwave at 7-Eleven, says burritos only, warms it up. Yeah. And it explodes and pee goes everywhere. And she left the scene of the crime. Yeah. That was the biggest crime when she fled. Yeah. She was thinking that she was going in for a job interview, which required a urine analysis. She bought pee online, warmed it up so it felt warm. So when she she goes in and puts it in the UA cup, they're like, oh, wow, this is warm pee. Yeah. It's quite nice. Yeah. I remember when I had to do an insurance physical, the guy... Because everyone always tells you, like, the guy's got to see you piss. He doesn't. He just puts, like, a strip in, like a like a thermometer thing uh-huh. that tells you if it's body temperature. Or if it's acid rain. Yeah. <laughs> the acidity of it. Like, geez, you drink a lot of coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, your pee is chunky. <laughs> you ever heard of water? Yeah. 
<laughs> so that's episode number number eight. Uh, so coming in at number three on our favorite stories of the year, which is just the cringeworthy title: "Getting Stung by a Stingray in the Penis." Yeah, it was a guy in China who was swimming, and well, we 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 think there's a little more than swimming <laughs> going on. In the article, they were using the term swimming, but we don't know exactly what this guy was doing with the stingray in the water. Yes, but he was at a public beach. He was swimming. And all of a sudden, Stingray goes right through his junk, stings yep. him right through his junk, and they have to call in medical professionals, firemen. Yeah, they have the jaws of life out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I believe the, there was news people on the <laughs> Many cell phones were filming. There were a lot of citizen journalists that day. <laughs> uh, they show the guy. They show the Stingray. It's it's a, a feel-good video. I don't know what's... I wonder who gets more shit from their friends, the Stingray or the guy. Yeah, the, st the Stingray's friends. What were you doing near that guy's junk? <laughs> Dude, Jimmy got caught up in some dude's junk. <laughs> <laughs> Had to spend the day on the beach. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> uh, and that was episode number? 21. 21. All right, we're coming in our top two. Top two. All right, this we, we debated for a while on these, and these are um, they were just what we thought were our favorites. They are not yeah. necessarily the funniest ones. We didn't or, send it to a university for a study. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, or fake university. <laughs> Should have sent it to one of your, where you got one of your degrees. Yeah. Um, so we debated and uh, we both mutually agreed on the top two. And coming in at number two of our weirdest stories of the year is the original Barney. The purple dinosaur. The purple dinosaur looking for a new job and starting a career as a tantric massage therapist. There you go. Uh, and basically... He said 7% of all of his massages don't involve sex. Yeah, 7%. I mean, that's a pretty high percentage for <laughs> Barney that, the Dinosaur. That percentage of massages, the credit cards declined. 69% <laughs> of my massages are 69. <laughs> the, the, the top 10% are missionaries. <laughs> yes, yeah, a lot of lot of uh, we looked up this guy. Uh, if I recall, we looked up his Facebook page. Yep, we have no mutual friends except for my wife. Yeah, <laughs> all my ex girlfriends are apparently <laughs> clients. And that one is interesting because that was the only episode of the whole year that we only did one story. Yes, it was. We had enough content and material to cover the whole it was a 45 minute episode yeah i believe we ended up hiring a private detective to follow this guy around <laughs> uh we had to burn both of our computers <laughs> in a dumpster yes <laughs> i had to go get the guy from men in black to hold that pen in front of my face <laughs> to wipe my memory and we did send him a message to comment but we did not get any reply yes and that was episode number episode number six episode number six i remember and that would be a good one because he didn't reply that's why it's only number two on the countdown yeah and so coming in at number one oh. of our top stories of the entire year, we have the Jehovah's Witness naked kidnapping apocalyptic car wreck. This is epic. The full title of the article is Demons and Armageddon. Details emerge in naked kidnapping story. And this was uh, num episode number 22, submitted by our buddy Terry Godfrey. Yeah, and so the story is a family of Jehovah's Witnesses uh, gathered in their cabin home. And who knows what the hell was going on. But we know that there was praying, there was nudity. There was kidnapping. There was <laughs> 
There's high speed car chases. They, they didn't eat any food, and they realized they come to the conclusion that there was apocalypse that yep. Armageddon had come, and so what they did is all jumped in the car. They drove through. Didn't even have time to open the garage door. They drove through the garage like a cartoon. Drove through the the metal gate in their car. Went to their neighbors. Kidnapped their neighbor and their uh, the neighbor's daughter and kid. Yep. Threw them in a car, and they're all and the kidnappers are butt naked yeah all except for one they get in a car wreck i believe they get out and start fighting with people <laughs> if i recall <laughs> but we did a little bit of research and there is an addendum to this story there's more from when we had first talked about it uh the trial has actually happened and some new details have come out so we're going to talk about the addendum to our infamous naked kidnapping story. And that naked kidnapping story first appeared on our podcast in episode... Episode uh, number 22. Number 22. And so we're going to cover the addendum to our favorite story of the year. And it comes from nationalpost.com. That's a new source more reliable than our top 10 best episodes list. <laughs> It's very unscientific, but I think we nailed it. And so the story goes like this. Naked kidnapping case. Court hears of shared psychotic disorder and Armageddon fears. So if you ever see the Blair Witch 2, I think it's the same plot. Is it really? Yeah. It's the worst movie ever. An Alberta judge says three people involved in a bizarre kidnapping engaged in pseudo-medical science while discussing the state of the world before they succumbed to a rare, shared, but brief psychotic disorder. All the other known cases of this uh, shared psychotic disorder happened at raves. <laughs> yeah, right? Provincial Court Judge Jacqueline Shafter said the trio didn't intend to harm a neighboring family they kidnapped last year. They just wanted to save them from the end of the world. The, Judge Shafter, is she's carrying something from childhood on the schoolyard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jacqueline's like, Shafter, uh... So I, I think she sympathizes with That's this. why she went into law. She's like, I'm yeah. going to fuck some people. Yeah, exactly. It will always remain difficult for us to fully understand, Shafter told a Leduc <laughs> courtroom random. Thursday. I, yeah, that is that is very accurate. Thank you. <laughs> we don't really understand. <laughs> Please help us. The accused all believed on the day in question that Armageddon had arrived. The judge agreed with a joint recommendation from lawyers and handed the offenders a one-year conditional sentence to serve in the community with two years of probation. Does naked kidnapping count as community service? Because they've topped their hours. <laughs> I think Canada has to be the coolest country ever, man. <laughs> Not only were they naked, pub public lewdness, they they kidnapped, they got in a car accident, and all they get is probation, dude? Yeah. Jeez. Talk about some Canadian privilege. I know, right? All the weed dealers that are in jail right now, like, why couldn't we just live in Canada? <laughs> why don't we kidnap anymore? <laughs> why did I give up kidnapping for weed? <laughs> as part of the sentence, the offenders are to refrain from muscle testing, also known as applied kinesiology, as well as hypnosis, bodywork therapy, and other practices that involve altered level of consciousness. I like how they're like, uh, please refrain from acupuncture, voodoo, meditation, fake death, actual death, and the flu vaccine. <laughs> uh, I, and again, like going back to the, the joke about the, ca the Catholic brochure, 
Uh, kidnapping is not on that list yeah. of things that they have to <laughs> refrain from. Or, nor, nor not wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah, right. You can, you know, you can be as naked as you want. You can kidnap as people, as many people as you want, as long as you're not under hypnosis. <laughs> yes. So, in case you don't know what applied kinesiology is or muscle testing, we had to look it up ourselves because we were unfamiliar with that term. This is the greatest thing ever. Muscle testing. Yeah. So it's you can diagnose somebody's illnesses through their muscles. Yes. And actually we, and also their psychological state. Yes. Now you would think it's like how I would touch your arm and be like, "Oh, look, you have a a lump in your arm. Yeah. You have cancer or whatever." Or you have a lot of trauma from your father. Yeah. You know. No. It's mind reading. <laughs> it's yeah. straight up mind reading. Essentially. But what makes this super awesome um I went to a website, discoverhealing.com slash muscle dash testing. That's a site more reliable than actual muscle testing. <laughs> Zang. <laughs> <laughs> you can muscle, you can have someone. So let's say I wanted to muscle test my wife, mm-hmm. but she's not in the podcast room. She's like, I have a headache. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. So You're always trying to muscle test me. So here's what I can do. I can say, Matt. Relax. We can muscle test by proxy. Mm. And I say, Matt, is your name Carrie Lynn? No. Is your name Carrie Lynn? No. Is your name Carrie Lynn? Yes. All right. Now, how do you feel about having cancer in your arm? It sucks. All right. Were your muscles tense? Yes. That means that you, my wife has cancer in her arm. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a little bit weird, you know, and a lot. It's a, it's very popular in chiropractic practice in, and uh yeah in new orleans it's, yeah but it's a lot of guesswork essentially and there is no scientific backing for this and apparently that's what these people were doing they are also to receive treatment and counseling well that's good the two women and one man who cannot be identified under a publication ban earlier pleaded guilty to unlawful confinement another reason why canada is great man like you can kidnap people you, and no one knows who you are yeah right one of the women the only home of anonymous kidnapping <laughs> One of the women, the only one dressed at the time of the kidnapping, also pleaded guilty to dangerous driving. Her teenager daughters were also arrested but not charged. That's I like, so crazy, man. I like how that's the big crime was the dangerous driving. Yeah, right? It's pretty awesome. They're like, your only crime was that you were the only one wearing clothes. Yeah. Your crime is modesty. Your crime is being lame. <laughs> Who wears clothes to the end of the world? <laughs> Who wears clothes to a naked party? <laughs> Who wears clothes to a naked kidnapping party? (laughs) Court heard the group, who are Jehovah's Witnesses, had gathered at a home near Leduc on November 2nd, 2017. The mother, who was then 35, had taken her daughters there to visit her 27-year-old nephew and his 30-year-old wife. Strange things then happen over the next few days. Yeah. Wow, that's like a dateline Dateline lead-in. Strange things would happen over the next few days. The group didn't leave the house and barely ate any food as they participated in muscle testing, an alternative medical technique used to find problems in the body. Some heard noises. Some hid from demons. And those demons were angel dust. And when it was November 6th, the day they thought was Armageddon, they rushed off to find safety and save their neighbors. I like that they were thoughtful enough to try and save their neighbors. I think we brought this up in the actual episode uh, when we were talking about it originally that it's odd that they felt the need to save them because nothing was happening inside the house or over at their neighbor's house. So why would they need saving? Yeah. Why would you venture out into the world that is Armageddon when you're safe inside of your house? 
Yeah. Unless the Jesus God is telling you to be somewhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's the whole story is amazing. So it continues on. Four people in the group were naked and didn't have time to put clothes on, said Crown Prosecutor Katrina Stewart. And that's where it starts getting really weird is why was only one person wearing clothes? Yeah, I don't know. Or did one person have time to put on clothes while the rest were like, uh, we're just finishing this round of Jenga. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were also in such a rush that they drove their BMW SUV through a garage door and through a gate at the neighbor's home. They then forced the neighbors, a man, his adult daughter, and their six, and his six-year-old son, out of their house. The woman and her baby were put in the backseat of the SUV, and the man was put in the trunk. All right, this isn't saving people. This is just crazy. Yeah, get in the trunk. Yeah, get in the trunk. There's no baby seat. Yeah, right? And it's like, why would you answer the door if there's four naked people standing outside? <laughs> yeah. And one wearing clothes? <laughs> Right, you got four people knocking on your door. I mean, you are you really going to open the door? Yeah. Although maybe, I mean, they are Jehovah's Witnesses. Maybe they will get more success when <laughs> they go and knock on the door. <laughs> I might, I might take one of those brochures at the airport if they're just standing there naked. Uh, I, I would definitely take a brochure. <laughs> he was ordered to chant Jehovah ten times, and the group also chanted Jehovah. As the vehicle sped down roads and through a red light on the way to nearby Nisku, Stuart Lund said. I like that they had only 10 times you have to chant Jehovah, and then it was just awkward silence. Yeah, what do you do after that? You turn on, like, turn on the radio. Someone starts a slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's get this. The man in the trunk was able to jump out when the vehicle slowed because the trunk's... L- the trunk's latch hadn't shut properly. His daughter opened a door and also got out with her child. A passing truck stopped to help the family and they climbed inside. But the SUV then rammed the truck from behind. The woman and her baby were thrown into the truck's dash. The SUV then went into a ditch. See, so now they're like battery ramming stuff. Yeah, so the people who were kidnapped escaped from their car. Yeah. A man in a, car, a truck picked them up. Then the kidnappers rammed the car with their SUV and their SUV went into the ditch. Yeah, this is like, I'm pretty sure this is the opening of Human Centipede. The woman feared her baby was paralyzed by the impact, Stuart Lund said, but luckily no one was injured. When RCMP arrived, the group continued chanting and refused to get out of the vehicle. They clung to each other and the SUV. One of the teens believed the police were monsters who wanted to kill them, which is not all the way all the way false. Uh, well, well, that's only the United States. Oh, okay, gotcha. Canadian, yeah. <laughs> the Canadian officers, would you kindly get out of yeah. the vehicle, please? Officers reported that the group displayed extreme strength. Two were pepper sprayed, but seemed unaffected. The three adults were also shocked with tasers several times. One slid under the SUV and had to be dragged out with a strap. How do you get a strap around someone under an SUV? Like, hang on, would you roll onto this thing and then let me thread it over you so I can pull you out? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is a little weird uh, how this all, I wish there was like a, uh, police dash cam or something I, you know on the radio had to be the uh, benny hill song yakety sax <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so if you don't know what yakety sax is while they're running around the car taser <laughs> pepper spray <laughs> strap under the car jehovah <laughs> jehovah <laughs> <laughs> it's my, it's the, my favorite sitcom this year <laughs> 
the court heard the behavior was out of character for the accused who have no criminal records. Three well, independent. Yeah, the world only ends once. Yeah, right. Three independent psychological assessments also agreed with the shared psychotic disorder finding. The judge said the disorder is characterized by an onset of sudden psychotic symptoms that last only a short period of time. Stuart Lund said the expert determined the disorder in the three offenders has been resolved or is in remission. Ah, yes, remission's my favorite uh, town in Canada, too. Yeah, <laughs> remission Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a very crazy story. As an outsider, it's amazing. If you're the family next door, it's freaky as hell. There's a few things that I'm surprised at. One surprise is that this happened in Canada and not in Florida. Yep. Another one is that I wonder how they convinced the people they were kidnapping to get in the car. I mean, they were naked. They had no weapons. Yeah, uh, they had unless they were like, well, we're going to we're going to fart on you or we're going <laughs> to yeah. diarrhea. We're going to, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like how we go rub my balls like, on your couch. At what point are you like, OK, let's go get in the car with those people. I mean, you would fight and scream them, right? Like, yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, just the whole not opening the door. They may be like, yeah, hey, we ran out of clothes. We're running out of the store. Uh, yeah. Get some clothes. Have you see my wallet? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I swear I put it around here somewhere. Would you dig for it? <laughs> Yeah. So that and, you know, and what the other alarming thing is that these people got off with temporary psychotic Tem- state. Temporary insanity sort of gig. Yeah, but it's like, regardless, they should be put in somewhere. They shouldn't just be allowed out. I mean, they should be put in, like, maybe a facility that maybe deals with that as opposed to like, yeah. ah, go play with the kids. Yeah, you know? go, go back to your cabin next door to the people you kidnapped. Yeah. Go wait till the next Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> like I was like. Armageddon and, and, too. Armageddon was great. I can't wait for the second one. Yeah. Maybe they were like, we were like, we just watched the movie Armageddon with Bruce Willis. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> That's where it came from. We were hypnotizing and we left the TV on. It was on USA Channel. All right. So uh, what do we think? How do you feel about this? I mean, I'm glad they, sounds like they've gotten the help they needed. Yeah. They need. I'm glad for that. But I think that there should should have been more to this uh-huh. in a form of punishment. Yes, I agree. Besides just house arrest. Yeah, I agree. Well, I like the addendum. I like the addendum. Yeah. And uh, if you could, if you could send us your favorite news stories, we'd love to hear from you. Or your tales of kidnapping people while naked. Yeah, yeah. Tell us how you kidnap people. Yeah. That's what I want to hear about. I really if you want to know. Clothed, not clothed. Do you wear a hat? Yeah. Do you chant Jehovah? <laughs> there is a common theme in our t- favorite 10 episode or 10 stories. It's like either nudity, <laughs> <laughs> kidnapping, kidnapping or the devil. I yeah. think <laughs> it's either nudity, religion, or <laughs> those are all the things that make people go wacky. <laughs> yeah. It's the old and offbeat podcast. And, of course, we want to thank you so much for uh, listening to this program. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing it, and we hope you have a lot of fun listening. We don't take ourselves seriously. It's silly. So if you can, you know, pass us along. If you have friends that are having a hard time and need to be cheered up and you have think one of our episodes might be uh, a silly reminder that not to take the world too seriously, yeah. send it along. You got you know? a friend into muscle therapy? Yeah. Send them along. <laughs> Of course, uh, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can check out all the stories on, of course, the website, oddandoffbeat.com. Yep. So where can the fine people catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt show? I am flying out on the 5th to catch the Majesty of the Seas in Galveston, Texas. And I believe we go to Cuba, and yeah, it should be fun. Very cool. Check it out. Where Uh, can the people see you? uh, Starting from uh, May 1st, I'll be on the Holland America Volendam. Ooh, going for 
from where to where? Uh, I'll be going, getting on in Puerto Vallarta, getting off in... Every night, yeah. alone in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, so, yeah. So, folks, uh, check that out. If you want to come on one of the cruises with us, that'd be, that'd be a be blast. Good, good time. Um, send us your weird news stories at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Any final thoughts of the year for the people listening? I've had a lot of fun working on these and doing them and putting them out in the universe. Absolutely. And getting the feedback. And of course, you know, uh, thank you to all the people who uh, make this possible, the people that we interview, the specialists that we bring on. Yeah, Doc- everyone we call, all the people who are willing to give their time for our stupid... Yeah, Dr. Henry, who does our strange stories, uh, the people who do our sponsorships, yep. Dr. Louis Fox. Dr. Louis from PhD. <laughs> PhD, MD. <laughs> DDS. DDS. The VMC. <laughs> LLC. <laughs> Uh, All these people that come on and, uh, you know, bring in insight into these strange and new stories. Uh, we really enjoy the weird stuff, and we hope you guys do, too. My favorite part when we ask have people call in and we're like, oh, you know, Carla Majeski, we have a question about snail racing. None of our questions are about snail racing. <laughs> They're about snails, but none really about the top. It's like, can you get cancer from licking a snail? Well, and I, what I like is that all of our friends, uh, they go with it. They, yeah. they don't really ask questions. They're just like, okay, yeah, clearly these guys are going to, you know, they're on board with the weirdness of our what we're trying to do. And we appreciate everyone who's made this possible for the last year. And hopefully uh, we'll continue to do this. That's, yeah. you know, reason why not. Uh, but seriously, folks, thanks for making this possible. We do it not only for our enjoyment, but so that you have something uh, to make your life more weird and unusual. And we hope we can provide that to you on a weekly basis. And if you want, you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and... The website. And the website. I think that's everything. You can share us online that does help out and let people know that might not know about us. And we hope you have a weird week and hopefully we can have another weird year. Have a weird year. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast because normal is boring. Today's show is sponsored by 10 Ways to Leave Your Lover, a new album by Ted Bundy.